Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me every Tuesday and Friday to talk all about Bravo TV. On Tuesdays, I report on all the latest news stories happening in the off-screen lives of our favorite Bravo celebrities. And Friday bonus episodes range from one season wonder recaps, Bravo celebrity product reviews, book club discussions, very random deep dives, and so much more. Sit back, grab your drink, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and today's episode is blessed with the presence of Cindy Barshop. She's the founder and owner of V-Spot Sexual Health Spa and was previously a season four Roni housewife, bringing some iconic moments all the way from Quag, Morocco, and New York City. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So are you based in Quag now, or are you in the city, or kind of going both back and forth? (laughs) As Andy said... Uh, on Watch What's Happening Live. I upgraded from Quag and wow. I was in Southampton <laughs> for the COVID. I, I mean, we could just jump right into the Quag shaming. I love Quag. I'm based in New York City, so I'm also super familiar with going out east. And I hated how much they were all such haters with Quag. It was ridiculous. I know. I didn't even realize they were going to a beautiful horse farm where the kids could go on horses. I, really, it's um, kind of my head got chopped off for the Quag, but. I lived through it to, you know, to tell the story. <laughs> They're really, but it doesn't leave me. <laughs> I mean, once I mean, you literally get kind of- this summer they were talking about it <laughs> with Andy. It's frustrating because all the women on that show are so selectively judgmental. They really pick certain parts of people where it's like, do you look in the mirror? Do you see some of your actions? And yet you pick <laughs> apart this person for X, Y, and Z. It's drama and everybody's loving it. So that's what it is. (laughs) Exactly. So you were brought into the show season four. This is when Bethany was gone and you kind of were shepherded in as Ramona's friend and pretty much immediately off the bat, it kind of seemed like you guys didn't really vibe with one another. (laughs) We didn't vibe. She had a, this beef against my brother and the girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time. And I mean, I couldn't handle it. You know, it's, you know, I started the show. I went on the show. If you have a beef, have a beef with me. My brother has no part of it. And she was just making up stories about him. And because his girlfriend used to go out with Ramona's best friend who passed away. And then she said he stole his suit. Like he was wearing a dead man's suit that he wore. Okay, wait. She said that he wore, this is, I think. 
the person who's died suit to the funeral. I mean, like it was the most obnoxious, crazy thing in the world. So, so he took the dead man's suit and wore it to the man's funeral. I mean, like, really? I mean, you can't make that up. I feel like Ramona's definitely the queen of throwing an out of left field dig or comment into a situation where it's like Disney that had- story. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Disney story. She made up exactly. on her own. <laughs> I remember being on the show and I couldn't even follow it. There were just like so many different storylines kind of happening, especially that season because it was like post Kelly freak out in Scary Island or wherever they were. Right, and I was supposed to replace Bethany, and I was nothing like Bethany. <laughs> they're like, okay, they're brunette. They're not the quintessential like Ramona <laughs> Sonia kind of woman, but I think like you kind of showed a downtown edge where that's so much of New York women where. Like, as someone who lives in New York, all my aunts and uncles live in New York. I was always like, who are these women? Like, the Jill Zarens of the world? Like, yeah, they exist, but there's also, like, a whole um, southern part of Manhattan. Oh, um, below, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do they say? Below 14th Street? Well, even Sonia, <laughs> one point, she was like, I would never go downtown for anyone who wasn't my friend on lunch during a work week. I'm like, well, what job do you have? Like, talking to you who has, like, 10 salons. <laughs> it's like, What? Right. What job do you have? Oh my God. I couldn't even. She's just hanging on to her townhouse. Oh, I know. Well, she was so. so oddly condescending to you. And why do you think that was? Why do you think she kind of immediately came after you? I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> they have this, they had an edge on their shoulders, like that we're high society. And because I live downtown, that I'm not. And we know all these fabulous people where, you know, it's just like a whole different Upper East Side to downtown, you know, vibe. I know as many people, I just don't wear the dresses and the tight outfits. So <laughs> that's where the whole mix up was, I think. And I feel like after you left, then Carol came in and they were like, look, another downtown girl. Imagine <laughs> that, another brunette who's from downtown. It's like, it's not from out, like, this isn't crazy. And even poor Alex, like, I mean, poor Alex. Like, I don't know why she kept coming back season after season, but she was just living in Brooklyn in like Cobble Hill. And they just shamed her for living in a beautiful townhouse. Whereas now it's like, that's the cool place to live. And the Upper East Side is like, stuffier yeah yeah but i'm sure on the housewives it's not it's still not for the housewives you have to be above 60th (laughs) yeah i lived on the upper east side for three years and it was just such a snooze like all my friends live downtown or in brooklyn and i was just living there because it was affordable which even that like it's so strange because when i tell people i'm like no the upper east side is affordable for young people (laughs) it is affordable i mean it's i mean it's double downtown and nobody yeah. gets that. They think Upper East Side is like where the shishi is. It's there's a small portion of the Upper East Side that's shishi, and it's like Madison Avenue. You know, I don't need to go there. I do have so I have that women's sexual health spa, and just like when I had my other spa, I always open up a Madison Avenue on the Upper East Side. So those are my first forays into uh, business. It's always there. So that's where I started the V spa right now, too. I mean, it's like, that's kind of where your clientele is, women who 
you know, are constantly looking for that like next thing, however they can kind of benefit themselves. Um, So you came on the show and you were um, the owner of Completely Bare. And then eventually, I guess you sold that and then um, started V-Spot. So how did that transition happen? So I started V-Spot when I finished with Completely Bare. I um, was helping a friend kind of, you know, get her business, a new spa in place. And I met with one of the laser companies and the president there was like, oh, I got something new for you. And I said, not interested in opening another spa, another microdermabrage, another facial, not interested. And he said, no, I have something great. And I just had my kids. So you're young for this, but women who have babies, one out of four of them have urinary leakage. So I was like single, two kids peeing all over myself. (laughs) And I was like, he says, oh, it helps with urinary leakage. I was like, not possible, not possible. So I looked at all the clinical studies. The first machine that came to the East Coast, um, I tried. It was so simple, no pain, no downtime. And it's a placebo effect because you need a couple of treatments. And after one, I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest, the greatest thing. I was like, I was tighter down there, you know, to meet people. It was like alive again. You don't understand. After you have children, it like changes everything down there. So I got a machine, I opened up, you know, on Madison Avenue. And since then we've grown to like the orgasm shot. We do shots to enhance women's sexual health, to increase orgasms. We have products like that are clinically tested that makes you have the best orgasms ever. And I'm, I'm, I can appreciate that regardless of my age. (laughs) Yeah. Regardless of your age, everybody, it's called, um, the feminine serum at the V-spot. It, changes your life. It changes your life. So it's about four years now. So we have the Madison Avenue location and we have one in Philadelphia. And just due to COVID, we expanded the Madison Avenue location now to two floors and we added more treatments like um, tightening, abdomen tightening, um, drips for it, um, IOT hormones, all different things for women's sexual health. And we're just launching the product line so people don't have to come in and get the treatments. They could actually just order them online with these clinically proven products. So it's kind of cool. I'm excited. Yeah, it sounds amazing. I was looking online and I love like any sort of treatment. And I saw that you guys do the steaming. And I feel like I read Gwyneth Paltrow talking about the vaginal steaming a couple of years ago. Um, And I was like, oh, okay. Big things for like people your age are the V the V steam, but we don't do it the way like they show, you know, we're Madison Avenue. No, we bring actually ancient um, rituals with the V steam because the different herbs really work to relax the pelvic floor and get rid of some cramps. But we kind of put in some Western medicine with that. So it's a nice spa bed. We have a specific um, steamer for vaginal steam. So you lay down, you get an abdomen massage, LED lights are put over you. So it's just more of a luxurious effective way of doing it and then the other thing which all everybody loves which women get shamed for and they shouldn't because they're doing it to make themselves feel better is the um the bikini lightning so it's like the biggest thing here is bikini and anal lightning because we have the only ones on the market with doctor prescribed um solutions so it's really empowers women to feel good about themselves. Who are we to judge? You know, do what you want to do that makes you feel good. Have better sex for you, not for the man. And that's what we're trying to bring out here. It's just like you got to do for yourself as a woman and take care of your sexual control and confidence. 
Totally. And I feel like so many people now are kind of moving into a space where they feel more comfortable and confident with their bodies and actually like willing to have these conversations because we saw on Roni, you know, you took some of the ladies to get a wax at your old spot and they were like guffawing, acting as if like it was the first time they had ever gotten a wax. (laughs) It was like, if you can't talk with your girlfriends about your body and your sexuality and, you know, your hair, then then who are you going to talk to about it? And then the answer is nobody. And that's nobody. why it's, it's so taboo to talk about that. It's it's frustrating. Right. Like, it's so true. I mean, they've said it that they've been, been here before, but we're the first ones to do all these different treatments, but they wanted to do it behind the scenes. But there's nothing wrong with it. So you're not helping anybody about doing all these things that empower women sexually and brings their confidence together when you do it behind the scenes, you need to like talk about it. And that's kind of why the show's there is kind of, it can't just be for just the drama. It has to be about empowering some of the women out there. Well, that's actually one of the questions I have is, um, you know, what are your thoughts on just like the future of the Real Housewives and as like, our society changes and our just societal consciousness changes and how we want to see people represented on television? Like, where do you think the future is for Housewives? I think the Housewives is just a money-making brand, and as a business person, it's going to keep on going. And I, I do think it has a long life. It's kind of like iconic. People put it on for just, I don't know. I mean, when there's, I know when I put it on, <laughs> it's like when there's nothing else on and I just kind of want to just like watch something really quickly. Like I, I don't mind the Beverly Hills. I actually like that one. I don't know what's really going on, but within five minutes you could get what's going on. So I don't know why people watch it so much. I and think it kind of it. it takes people out of like reality. Like I kind of I've always liked it because for me, like I don't have like really like crazy drama going on. Like all my friends kind of like level headed. Like things are always very well, yeah, it's the drama way. you walk away. You don't pay yeah. attention to those people. Yeah, that's I'm not paid like, to that's engage. That's normal. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You're not paid to engage. Yeah. I used to be like, is this, are we going to say take two? Is this over? Is this real? <laughs> I had no idea. When I started, I think now you have a schooling about it, but I also never saw the show when I started. So I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest. Why did so, you agree um, to do it? Yeah, I, I think that there'll be other shows to empower women. Oh, I did it to promote my company. Could have, I should have stayed on longer. They didn't want me. But if you do it right, you can make a fortune. Yeah. I mean, you're saying they didn't want you, but it also kind of seemed like you just had like a totally different set of priorities. You know, you had these like two babies, like all these businesses. And yeah, like you're saying like your face, like you'd have scenes where you're like, what the hell is happening in front of me? I was like, why am I here? Yeah, like I, felt like I, I felt like, why am I here? It was like, <laughs> they would do the most craziest things. That was half my thing. Why am I here? And it was almost like, you know, when people say when they're younger, you get bullied, like in school and things like that. I never did. I never knew that feeling. Like I always just made friends or I didn't notice the people that didn't want to hang out with me. <laughs> and I remember having that feeling of just being bullied. Like it was crazy. And I don't know. I think like a lot of them, especially the the Royal Housewives of New York, I feel like they are like very territorial of the show, very territorial of like their friend group and especially like Ramona and Sonia, like the two of them are thick as thieves. And so once, you know, Ramona was like, where's the Pinot Grigio? Why don't you have Pinot Grigio? I'm like, what? Like, 
can't you just be grateful your friend invited you over and you're just like being completely insufferable about <laughs> wine like just drink whatever is there or don't drink at all imagine that yeah well i be checking i think i don't think she drinks anymore. i mean i don't watch the new york housewives anymore so not for any reason but it's just like too close to home it's not fun yeah. it's not like fantasy for me, you know, you're like, you know where they are, you know what they're doing. So yeah. for me, it just doesn't do it. Like I'm friends with Luann and like, like I, I don't even know what's going on in her life unless I see her. <laughs> so. Have you met any of the new girls coming in this season, Ebony or Bershon? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. No. No. Yeah, they're the two new know. ones. How and then um, we haven't seen them yet. I think Roni will come back. Oh, right. oh. April or May. Um, um, but did you ever know Leah or anything since you guys are both downtown girls? <laughs> no, is she on this show? No. Yeah, Leah McSweeney. Yeah, she came on maybe last season was her first season. Yeah. And she was a, oh. a little spitfire. Oh, is she good? We really don't keep up. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Sorry. <laughs> no, please. I don't care. Yeah, she was great. But it was, this, it was a similar situation where, you know, she comes in and Ramona and Sonia and everybody are like, who is this woman? She is vivacious. She has tattoos. Like, God forbid, you know, she lives outside of that, like, Park Avenue, you know, box of a woman. So they definitely had some nice tiffs. And it was, it was definitely interesting. I mean, if you ever want to just giggle at Ramona talking with someone with tattoos. It's, it's good. Ramona really it seemed like a real mix for her. Right. It, like, it yeah. was- <laughs> everything. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Did she have, is she married? Did she have kids? Leah? So she has one kid who I think is like 12 or 13 and she never got married to the guy, but they're still really close and he was on the show a lot. Uh, but she like has a, fashion company and was like going through all the sobriety stuff so Ramona took more of a motherly role which was really rich to watch considering Ramona's again past behavior really should not be oh that's interesting I should have I should have Leah come in here I'll have Leah come in here I'll let you know I should write her in then (laughs) I mean she's definitely um she's definitely a spitfire but I really enjoyed having her on just to kind of mix it up a little bit and yeah light a fire under Ramona and Sonia's ass a little bit 
And then there's two new housewives this season. Yeah. And they're the right? first African-American housewives on Roni, which I think is amazing to just add a little bit of diversity. Oh, you're saying Roni, like New York. I was oh, thinking, yeah. Wait a minute. Like, <laughs> you're yeah. like, what show is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I just meant like, usually I think of like all the housewives shows. All right. In my spa alone, I have every ethnicity between my doctors and the front desk. Yeah, like that's, that's not a great representative of New York City. Yeah. And I'm glad they're bringing some just additional people in, especially this year. Again, like it always kind of goes back to Ramona, who has just consistently said like racist, homophobic, like every phobic comment you can make, Ramona is basically vague. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of, like, All Lives Matter stuff. I can't believe they keep her on now. Well, I kind of have a feeling that after this season, she'll probably get the boot because, you know, you can only be so, like, racist in your insular group. And then once there's a diverse group of women. Yeah, I'm surprised she's on so long. And I think everybody's – there's a younger group coming in, too. I mean, we're old already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's 10 years, 11 years already, right? It's bizarre so, watching this. Like, I, I, mean, was, I was re-watching stuff this afternoon and yesterday, and I'm like, it's bizarre that, like, I remember this stuff like it was yeah, yesterday, even though I minute, wasn't right? there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I got to do some re-watching. Funny. I haven't watched it in so long. So... <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine watching myself on television. Like, I'll have to listen back to these shows. And, like, that can be even a little cringy. But, like, I have the power to edit. Whereas, like, you did not have the power to edit. <laughs> no, I didn't. But, hey, you signed up for it, right? So, yeah, I guess. my choice, my decision. Oh, my God, I know. Well, that's, I mean, it's you know. It's worth it, though. It's worth it. I'm glad I did it. Just. But I also just wanted to like just say at the end just to thank you for being obviously like a supporting and accepting mother um, through your son's transition. I think that's like a really powerful thing for just public figures to speak um, on the realities of children and people. And I just thought it was really brave and and you know inspirational. And so I just wanted to. Oh, thanks. Is that that's not on the show, is it? No. Oh my God. Definitely not. No. Uh, yeah, that was true. No, because I know I speak out in public about it. I do. I do. But I'm like, well, did they add something on the show that I don't know? You know, like sometimes they add things to the show, like of old stuff. But um, no, no. I think it's really important. My twins are rock stars, and you know, at least now in schools, they're learning about you know trans as an identity, not a sexuality, and that's the big thing I try to like bring out there for people to understand. They're like, oh, how could they know when they're so young? It's an identity. These children feel like there's something wrong and parents really need to be supportive of whatever their child is feeling at the time. Don't set boundaries for them. My kid is so happy and well-adjusted and, you know, has friends and is doing what he needs to do. And, you know, we really need to pay attention to the kids and their feelings and stop judging and no matter who it is or what age people are coming from a a real housewife sounds crazy, but that's the fact, but I've always lived by that. I mean, no, I think that's like another interesting way of like looking at all the women and men who have been on these shows, you know, like people go through real life things. And I think, you know, so many people are, they trivialize reality television. No, it's ridiculous. It's like, yeah. Okay. 
I would say 80% is ridiculous, but that there's 20% where you're going through, you know, divorce and relationships and people pass away and people have cancer and you really get to see how, you know, strong men and women handle these things, you know, sometimes with grace, sometimes not always with grace, but that's also just like the human condition. And that's what I've always loved about these shows. And my normal show is like a news Bravo podcast. And so we talk about like what's going on in the lives of people like on a week to week basis rather than talking, um, you know, as recapping shows. And so it's been so interesting over the past like two and a half years, just kind of like slowly but surely, like, you know, seeing who people really are off screen and then kind of seeing, you know, eight months later when it's on television, it's like, wait, wait, wait. It didn't seem like that kind of Do happened. Do you see the difference? Oh, most definitely. And it's, you been, do. it's fascinating because you see um, certain people, um, I mean, I can't really think of an ex- specific example, but, you know, you just see how like a person on Instagram is posting or writing about whatever is going on with their lives. And you either see Bravo, you know, really amplify it in maybe a negative way or they completely move past a really major thing that happened in this person's life. And it's like, how do you pick and choose what is being shown? And then the things that are, are going on in their lives affect their behavior in certain situations. You know, if you're having a big divorce battle and then the next day you have to go sit at lunch with Ramona and Sonia, you know, your mind is going to be frazzled and you're like, why the hell am I here when there's real shit going on, but I'm not able to really address it. So that's, that's it's your job. <laughs> yeah. your job. So like, I don't have pity for people, you know, it's like you signed up for it. You do it. I, it's interesting though, because the short time, and I'm sure you even know more people than I do from the show. It seems like they're pretty much who they are on this show. I don't think it was such a far cry from who I, I was. I mean, I don't really remember except that people, Oh, that I was boring stuff like that. No, people don't think I'm boring, but um yeah, but the people that I know, they're kind of like the same on the show and off the show. Ones that I know, no. I always kind of think that. And then, you know, if someone has a really bad season where they've just been horrendous, they say, well, it's the editing. It's the editing. But you know, I'm like, well, all the previous seasons, it, it wasn't the editing, but now it's the editing. Right. I mean, so- it's not that far <laughs> off. Yeah. They're not that off target. Maybe they put it, they represent it a little bit differently, but they're not that far off target. Yeah, no, I don't think there's that much finagling of the So footage. how long have you been doing this? So I've been doing this for two and a half years, but it's not my so main this is job. This yeah. is your personal? Oh, good. Congratulations. Thanks. That's so yeah, I've been doing this for about two and a half years, but I have a, like, a real job. I'm a producer at New York Magazine by day. Oh, and so that's why we're doing this at night. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, that's what it is. You don't care that I have children. No. So, um, <laughs> where do you, what do you do at New York Magazine? What do you so, do at New York Magazine? I'm a photography producer, so I'll like set up random shoots. But lately, I've been working more at The Cut, which is like their women's um, lifestyle and culture site, which you definitely should like follow them and reach out to them because it's not all New York based, but it's very New York centric, wellness, fashion, really? culture. Who's the person over there? Lindsay Wagner. She's like the editor in chief of it. But yeah, you should definitely reach out because they're all about different wellness trends and just talking about things in like a very real and raw way. Really? Sugar coating. Really? So it's changed then the cut because I mean, we're from different generations. When I was like at completely bare years ago, New York Magazine was so conservative. You know, they would talk edgy, but they wouldn't talk about women's health and women's sexual health and things like that. But yeah, no, the cut's awesome though. 
It's always yeah. been like the strong part of New York magazine. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's awesome. it's amazing. And I worked before that. I was at Vogue and I found that to be like just conservative and horrible. And like as a reader of New York Mag, I was like, I just need to get to New York Magazine. Like it's so great. And of course, like, yeah, it's they've definitely gone like way, I mean, liberal in terms of like political leanings. But in terms of like their cut coverage, they definitely like allow for women to like be women and to talk about stories and not, you know, sugarcoat the realities of just being a woman today. And, and that's kind of why I love working for them. I'm on my soapbox now. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm totally going to have my PR people reach out to them totally, yeah, you definitely- because I, it's like a perfect subject for, you know, the New York woman and what women do to empower themselves. Totally. Come over. I know. I would love here. to. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I hope yeah, I would love you to come on in and try it out. So the truth is, our stuff is really super healthy for you and groundbreaking. Even like we have a chair that you sit on that does kegels for you or the lightning or the vajayshal or the steam. We're a voice of younger women who need to be able to talk about this stuff and talk about what makes them feel better. I mean, just like something, women get shamed like, oh, you're going to get your bikini lightened? Well, let me tell you something. If you have dark hair and dark skin, Wearing a bikini is embarrassing. And I used to have dark spots all over there. And being intimate with somebody at a young age, I would like cover up. So it's not about doing it for the man. It's doing it for your self-confidence and things like that. Same thing if you have a spot on your face, you want to get rid of it. So the younger, I'd like when the younger, um, sounds so old, like groups come in. And I really want you to come in. I want you to please follow up with Melissa and come in. But I, I want to do it for you because you have a great voice. You really do. And you're part of like the New York City lifestyle for the younger and you represent them. So I really would like you to come in. I really yeah, like I would to love a whole that. Oh, so okay, fun. good. Okay. All right. Cindy, this was so great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can people find you, follow you, and go to your amazing spas? Oh, you're amazing. Um, at, on Instagram, it's at vspotmedispa. Or for me, if you're just interested in my life, which is not that exciting anymore, it's <laughs> at Cindy Bar Shop and Vspot. It's vspotmedispa.com. And take a look what's there. We're all about empowering women at all ages. Love to hear it. All right. Well, thank you again for coming on and have a great night with your kids. And yeah, I'll be in touch. Um, and this will be out on Friday. So I'll send you. Oh, awesome. Um, some yeah. And I'll help promote it. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much. Have a nice thank night. Thank you. Bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for catching up with me, Megan O'Donnell, on this episode of Bravo Happy Hour. Until next time, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on all social media platforms and feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any hot juicy gossip or just to say what's up. Stay tuned on Tuesdays and Fridays for more episodes of Bravo Happy Hour. And if you're loving the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me some love in the form of a five-star review. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.